This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Larissa Moore. And I'm Claire Kimball. It's Thursday the 23rd of December. In your Squiz today, masks are recommended but not mandatory, an update on the Australian Open, an actual chip shortage and farewelling 2021. This is your Squiz today. National Cabinet has met Claire lots of attention on what could come out of it three days before Christmas. With Omicron now the dominant strain here and cases on the rise, the official word is that masks are highly recommended indoors, but there won't be a mandate from the federal government on it. As always, though, you've got to stay across what's happening in your state. It's the game, isn't it, with COVID, Mm -hmm. all those different bits and pieces that come from those different jurisdictions. But what the nation's chief medical officer, Professor Paul Kelly, said yesterday is that his very strong advice is that if you're heading indoors to places like shopping centres, supermarkets, uh, also entertainment and hospitality venues, put a mask on because it will help protect you. And it's also a very easy thing to do to help stop the spread of COVID through the the community. As you say, different states doing different things. The ACT, Tassie and Queensland, it's already mandatory to wear masks in those places. Those governments have done that. Uh, but in New South Wales, no masks, according to the Premier Dominic Perrottet uh, after that meeting, but there will be a reintroduction of QR codes. Of course, New South Wales is really in focus because there are high numbers of COVID cases. In fact, they rose to a record level yesterday over 3,000 new cases. As for Victoria, reports say that they're weighing their options when it comes to reintroducing a mask mandate. Yesterday, Prime Minister Scott Morrison doubled down on a common sense theme, calling on people to stay calm, get your booster and follow common sense. The other topic of conversation at National Cabinet was, of course, booster shots and that rollout. There's no change on the official advice, five months between your second and third shot, but people are being urged to get onto it. Yeah, and of course, what the Prime Minister said is that when it comes to booster shots, there are plenty of people who are eligible right now who haven't had it. Uh, What state and territory governments are saying is it's difficult to really rev up the booster program because they need to have resources to make sure that people can get tested. So there's a little bit of work to do to try and stop the logjam at the testing end and keep booster shots rolling out. Yeah, the pictures of those testing lines are really something. National Cabinet plans to do a bit of work on aligning the definitions of close and casual contacts. They're also going to review interstate travel testing requirements. One in four tests done at the moment aren't because people are symptomatic or close or casual contacts. They just want to meet travel requirements. So it's all creating a bit of a jam on resources. National Cabinet will meet again in a fortnight to stay on top of it. In the latest on the Australian Open, organisers have now confirmed that a small number of tennis professionals and staff will be granted medical exemptions from needing to have a COVID vaccination to play tennis here. Tournament boss Craig Tiley is pretty confident that world number one Novak Djokovic will make it down under. Yeah, and what Tiley said is he doesn't know whether Novak has been uh, vaccinated or not. What he does know is that they've had a conversation uh, that the world number one does want to come to the Australian 
Australian Open because he's competing for his 10th Grand Slam title at that Australian Open. So that would be really good for him. Uh, But what Tylee says is if if Novak does show up, uh, he'll either be vaccinated or he'll have a medical exemption. We won't know which, of course, because of privacy. Tylee also reckons world number six Rafael Nadal should make it down under despite recently catching COVID. The Australian Open is expected to go ahead at full capacity. Over to the UK, where the divorce of Sheikh Mohammed bin Rashid Al Maktoum, the billionaire ruler of Dubai, from his sixth wife, Princess Raya, is being called the most expensive divorce in British history. The amount of money is pretty staggering, Claire, £550 million, over a billion Australian dollars. It's really easy to call him a billionaire, but of course that (laughs) seems to really understate the kind of wealth that he has. (laughs) The princess was the youngest of his six wives and the daughter of the late King of Jordan, so she's not a nobody on her own either. She fled from Dubai to the UK with their two children in 2019. He divorced her without her knowledge under Sharia law. Uh, What she says is that given he has a track record of abducting his other daughters from other relationships, she needs protection for herself and for her children. And to do that, that requires quite a bit of money. She also says that they have quite an opulent lifestyle to keep up. (laughs) Opulent is right. One report table showed that one summer they spent £2 million on strawberries. That's an indication of what the judge called their unprecedented style of living. While there's money for the children's upkeep, at least half of the money for Princess Raya will go on her security and protection needs. We've mentioned a chip shortage on the podcast before, that of the digital kind used to operate all sorts of things from cars to electric toothbrushes. But now we are very sorry to have to report that in Japan there is a real-life chip shortage of the potato kind. The horror, Claire. The horror. If I had my way, this would probably have led today's <laughs> Squeeze Today podcast because, yeah, things are getting real in the supply chain jam. If there's going to be potato shortages, then that's really a problem I think that people need to know about. Uh, what is happening in Japan is that McDonald's, uh, of course, a, a very big retailer of mm-hmm. chips um, or French fries, of course, as they call them, uh, they aren't able to get their big delivery of Canadian potatoes because of supply chain issues, but also there's been some issues with some flooding. So what Maccas have done in Japan is to ration their remaining supply. You can only buy a small serve of fries. You can't get a medium or a large serve. They're hoping that they're going to be able to solve that problem when they get into the coming weeks. But for the moment, if you're looking for a Maccas hit in Japan, only a small fries for you. It's not a good time to ration a large fries. What are you going to do on New Year's Day when you're needing a, <laughs> a greasy fix? That'll be five small f- serves, I think. <laughs> <laughs> you know what you are, Claire? You're a problem solver. <laughs> One last study before we sign off for the year, and this is one we can really get behind. The sales of cask wine or goon bags, wine sacks, cardboard dough, whatever you want to call them, account for about 50% of wine sales. And researchers reckon there's five good reasons why. And those five reasons are portability, price, longevity, sustainability, and 
dot, 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 the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, of course, because we're not going out so much and uh, just having that supply on tap in the Literally. fridge has been quite handy for people. Uh, it's an Australian invention, cask wine, and it's something that we've exported to the world. When you think of Aussie inventions, we think of the black box recorder and the cochlear implant. No one seems to reference the <laughs> box of wine that we have in the fridge, but certainly, as you say, 50% of sales, it's a really big part of the wine market. Goon bags, got to love a bit of Aussie ingenuity. While this is our last Squiz Today podcast of 2021, we have lots of great stuff planned for the break. You, me, Eliza and Kate go head to head on the great big Squiz quiz. That's out today. It's a bit of fun to listen to on a car trip, perhaps to see how well you were across the news this year. It's a good one to do with friends. Won't give away uh, who the winner is. Claire, you stay quiet. <laughs> that might have been a hint, actually. And then, Claire, you and Kate, take a look back at the year that was. Yeah, we've got three podcasts for that, which we'll release between Christmas and New Year's Day. Uh, there's Aussie news, there's international news, and then there's all the lighter fun stuff. We had to really lean into the lighter fun stuff. I think we all deserve mm. a bit of that. Yeah, it's been uh, it's been quite a year. Not the last time I think we'll say that over the upcoming break, but plenty of content. If you can't get enough quizzes, the Sport Today podcast will be putting some out. And of course, if you game to take on your kids, jump onto the Squiz Kids podcast podcast for some kids versus adult quizzes make sure you hit subscribe or follow in your podcasting app for all of that then we'll be back on january 5 claire 2021 it's been busy but it's been a blast doing the podcast with you it's been real we've got through it incredible i'm looking forward probably like you larissa to a few sleep-ins but Bright and early, we'll be back on the 5th of January. It'll come around pretty quickly, I think. And we've had a blast again this year. So thank you so much for listening. Yeah, a huge thank you for all your listens, your shares, your reviews. Keep them coming. It's all we want for Christmas for you to tell your people about us if you enjoy the way that we do the news here at The Squiz and either the podcast or the newsletter. Stay safe and we'll see you in the new year. We talk a lot about cybercrime and hacking because almost every day there seems to be some breaking news about another big data breach. But NordVPN can help protect you online, kind of like a cyber bodyguard. It protects your personal and sensitive data while you're online to stop it from falling into the wrong hands. That way, you don't have to worry about keeping your identity and private data safe every time you log on. And even if you make a mistake and click on a dodgy link or open a suspicious email, NordVPN's threat protection will kick in and delete it before it makes a mess of your computer. To find out more and get a great discount, visit NordVPN.com forward slash squiz today.